Hey y'all, it's your girl Shakira Maybone. Jada Vassar. And Anthony Brinson. And this is All Shades of Chocolate, where we bring the sweetest, the hottest, black, black culture, culture to MSU. Hi there, uh, my name is Claire Grant. I am the copy chief here at State News. We were talking off camera about just some brainstorm ideas, what we want to talk about in the end. From there, why'd you want to be on All Shades of Chocolate, first off? Uh, because first off, I support my friends. You are like the most sweetest, nicest people in the newsroom. Makes sense with the sweet chocolate. But <laughs> you really are like my best friends here. And on top of that, I always support the All Shade the Chocolate podcast. I love listening to it when I'm editing. And uh, I've always wanted to be on this podcast, especially before I graduate in one month. Woo! So I knew I had to be on this podcast, and I knew I wanted to talk about a fun topic with you guys. Ow! Right, ow! <laughs> Real quick, since you mentioned your graduation, just how do you feel? Uh, um, <laughs> I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling pressured, but as you know, Izzo says, pressure is a privilege. So I'm mm. really looking forward to where I can go. Shout out to Izzo. Shout out to Izzo. Um, I've always looked forward to this moment and there's so much I need to do to catch up and make sure that I, I have a perfect springboard for going into my future career and I have been set up perfectly here at State News but there's still a lot of background work so I'm stressed but I'm happy that I'm stressed which is a really weird spinning feeling in my head yeah, yeah. definitely can understand that and just a quick question not even from related what we we're talking about I've noticed that you're really great, at least in my opinion, really great at multitasking. Like you could be doing one job, recording a podcast, doing running a desk, and first of all, it's very inspiring just to see that. But my question would be, how'd you learn to manage balancing multiple things at once? No, I'll stop at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of just you learn to as a journalist over time become better at multitasking because for journalists a lot of time you are writing two stories at least at a time so you have an interview at this you know hour for one article and then within a couple more article or articles wow in a couple more hours you have another interview with a different person for a different story so it's learning how to juggle things and on top of that as an editor specifically as a copy editor you're always on call, so you never know when something's going to come up. But when it does, you just have to put down what you're doing and do it. But sometimes when you're in class or when something is really busy and an ASAP comes in, you just have to learn how to double task and you get good at that. And I think over time I've gotten good at that. I've always been kind of good at it. It was like even back in high school. Definitely understandable. And... To continue with the topic of just balancing things, we've talked a lot, especially recently, on just balancing budgets and making sure you're in a good place financially and learning how to use your money the best way possible. And with one of those comes the Spartan Advantage program. So real quick before we get into the details of how to manage and balance that money, what is the Spartan Advantage program and how has it affected you? How has it impacted you? Uh, so it's really affected me. The Spartan Advantage program is also known as SPAD here in Michigan State, and it's basically for the students who have the uh, most need for financial aid. And the program covers full-time tuition uh, and fees for the spring and fall semesters. So that means the full covering of tuition for food, for room and board. Uh, room and board is covered, yeah, especially if you move off campus, you decide after your sophomore year, they will send you the amount equaling to how much your room and board would have cost so it can help with your apartment. And then also it helps with the estimated cost of books and course materials. 
the Office of Financial Aid can help you with that, and it also helps you with work-study initiative, mm. which basically makes it a lot easier for you to get a job on campus if you choose to. Okay. And how has it impacted you specifically? Are you a member of the Spartan Advantage program? I have been a member of the Spartan Advantage program since my freshman year, so I have had a full ride tuition throughout college here at Michigan State. That's a blessing. <laughs> I know. I remember when I got it, my mom cried because... Mm-hmm. Um, She's I applied. So proud of her baby. She <laughs> is. Um, I applied to a bunch of different colleges, and I got, I think, into maybe seven in total. But I knew that I wanted to go to Michigan State because they had the best journalism school in Michigan. So I applied. I looked on their website, and I found the Spartan Advantage program. So I applied for it, and then when I got in the mail that my tuition was fully covered, I just remembered knowing I'm going to go to MSU. And because of that, I love the university. You know, I bleed green and white. I'm always super um, proud that I go here. And even though sometimes the financial aid office can be a little bit of a head sort of work with, I still am willing to work with them because it's giving me a chance to go farther in my career than I could have ever, you know, going to Wayne State or going to Ferris because Michigan State just can't be compared to when it comes to journalism. Period. For sure. (laughs) And... With being a journalism major, you're a journalism major, correct? Mm-hmm. With being a journalism major, what inspired you to go into this field and, like you said, choose Michigan State as your school? I actually have a really important answer to this. Um, so I believe almost every journalist has like a passion to write and they have a calling or a reason they want to go into journalism. Because you're not going in journalism to make, you know, six figures. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, people go into it for a passion, and for me... I've always wanted to travel when I was younger. I was very naive. I just wanted to travel and see the world and talk to people and write down their stories. But as I've grown older, going from my high school that was very much uh, in the lower income, I know many of my friends back in Fraser and back in Detroit who aren't able to go to college because they can't afford it. And that me being able to have this chance, I want to be able to report and give people a voice in areas that they can't talk themselves and be sort of like a milk box for them. That's how I feel. Because I specifically grew up on the Lower East Side, Detroit. Jefferson Chalmers. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I grew up in the Canal District. And basically, I have watched since 2008, my district has been going underwater from the rising level from the Detroit River. Mm. And it is like piled, yes, it was like piled high, like four feet of sandbags on the Mm. street. And you're still watching water just pour Mm. in every single winter after that stuff just like, it's really bad. Yeah, um, I can so, and, you know, the members in my community, they can't afford to change it. They can't afford to, you know, uh, buy, like, $2,000 storm drains in their basement that gets flooded, like, two times a year. So I want to report mainly on um, urban developments, and I want to report on the city and how environmental impacts are impacting people who are needy first, and they can't get that help. Wow, I never knew that answer. That's a really, I really like that answer. Just taking that initiative to be the one for change, to be the person that can get people's voices out there and be another inspiration for others. That's really cool. And you mentioned that you grew up in Detroit, Mm -hmm. and that was one of the questions that we were talking about and one of the topics we were talking about off camera. Growing up in what would be considered the inner city, would Detroit be considered inner city? Yeah. Yeah. Growing up in the inner city, and then being coming into an environment like East Lansing, what was the difference for you? And was it jarring at all? Was it easy to adapt to? 
people don't lock their doors. That's that's crazy. <laughs> it's weird to me because my roommates, who are all not from the inner city, like I have one from Hudsonville, one from St. Clair, they just don't lock their doors. And it is surprising to me because coming from where I grew up in, my windows had bars on them. You know? Same. Mine's yeah. too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we had bars and we had another like barred door in front yeah. of my door and we always had to lock them. So it's weird seeing that or seeing people just not lock their car doors too or just leave their windows down. <laughs> or when they leave the blinds up and things like that. <laughs> just imagine that everyone's nice and like even in Detroit like you can like still walk down the street someone's gonna like smile at you maybe like follow your gaze it's like you're walking by like they're gonna turn their head and look at you but in East Lansing, everyone is nice, but there isn't that same feeling of, I almost want to say it's almost too nice mm-hmm. in some way. Something we're not really used, you know, used to and things like that. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, when I was working in, like, COVID, I worked down the Fillmore Theater, and I would bike, like, 6 in the morning, like, 30 minutes every day to get down to the Fillmore from Wayne State. And, you know, people, like, looked at you for a second on the road, but, like, they wouldn't give you a second saw. People in East Lansing like to stare at you. You know, have y'all noticed that? Yes. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd just be like... It's like that silent, <laughs> judgmental, like... Maybe it's no, just me, like, overthinking it, but I always feel like there's a silent judgment when someone looks at your outfit, because I'm not someone who's going to, like, walk around wearing, like, Lululemon. It's too expensive. And I'm just trying to I'm trying to get to my job. I you were lucky I look like this. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm just going to class, bro. Right. <laughs> and I think part of that goes into how some people going to Michigan State just based on how they're raised and based, you know, on how they are going through college, they have a different experience than you. Perfectly fine to have a different experience from you because it's what they were given in their life. You're given what you're given in life. But a lot of students don't have to have jobs and to get by day to day. So not having a full time job on top of it and having a lot of extra free time, it makes sense that they might, you know, have extra time just walking around a Grand River, just people watching the people have to go to their job. Yeah, it's very funny you mentioned those last two things, especially the stare thing, because especially being black and with having like the hairstyles I've had and just like getting retwisted and stuff, I've always had people really stare at me when I like have a bonnet on or have like my shower cap or have like my the hairstyles I've had and I've had people ask me like hey like I like your braid like trying to compliment like I like your braids or oh why'd you change your hairstyle today or oh stuff like that and it always yeah, made me feel kind of alienized <laughs> or alienated I think that's the word and mm-hmm. it just it always made me feel weird so to hear that you've shared that experience as well it's also just like okay maybe that's just a that's just Lansing a people thing. thing yeah and you also mentioned um, not people not locking their doors. And from my own experience, I've realized that it's really just a difference in comfort because we've grown up, we are from Detroit, we've all grown up in an area to where if you don't lock your door, you could potentially, like, potentially be life-threatening. And now it's, if you're like, especially in a dorm, if you're not locking your doors, people are not gonna really care unless you get the occasional drunk person to run into your room. Cause yes, I've had that happen to me oh like three or four times. Really? Yes, it's that's very crazy. startling. Or I say like probably like two or three times. And one of those times I was asleep and they woke me up. So, <gasps> oh, no. no. And no. ironically, that time I think my roommate was the one who didn't lock the door. Cause sometimes, especially getting in this culture now, I'm guilty of not locking my doors if I'm going like to the bathroom, taking out the trash. Well, that's or, different though, I'd say. Or when I've had like yeah or when I've had like a consistent roommate sometimes they didn't want the door locked or like 
sometimes there's been rare occasions where I'm like, oh, wait, I got to go back and lock my door. <laughs> so I'm definitely guilty of it, too. But the times where I've been literally resting and people have came into my room and just they're like, oh, my bad, I'm just drunk. It's just really been eye-opening to see that it can be a huge culture shock just in different areas from really, you think an hour and a half is far, which if you're driving, it is. But it's really not, we're not out of state, we're not out of country. So the fact that all it takes is that short amount of time to have like a very different experience in your life is very crazy. But with that being said, um, we also mentioned your high school experience as well, Mm -hmm. just high school experiences. And from talking about different culture shocks and different perspectives, how would you say the transition from high school to college was just in general? And how do you think the high school you went to affected how you viewed college or how you moved forward when pursuing college? Um, I think that I had, I've seen both sides of, I guess you could say the red line because uh, my like high school, it was a charter school in Fraser, Arts Academy in the Woods. I don't think anyone knows that place anymore. But uh, do you? Oh, um, <laughs> my mom was a teacher there, so that's why I went there because she didn't want me to go. Well, she basically didn't want to drive me to one high school then drive to another high school. So that's the reason why I went to the charter school. Um, it was more on the lower income side. Most of the families were from Detroit, and that they would be driven out to Fraser because their parents didn't want them to go to school in Detroit. Uh, but at the same time, I've experienced that lifestyle uh, with a very, you know, public school attitude uh, high school. And then I went to elementary for 10 years, and my grandparents had me go to a private Roman Catholic school in Gross Point. So I've definitely seen, like, both sides. And I remember as a kid, I would be sitting in the car with my dad driving me to school every day, and I'd watch him drive me um, down off Connor onto Alter Road and then turn on to Kerchival. I remember always seeing the line between the Detroit side of the houses straight to the Gross Point side, and you could automatically see that change. Yep, because I used to go to Chandler Park Academy, and mm-hmm. I took the the city bus, and I took Mac all the way down. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I see, like, you come from Mac into, like, the Gross Point side of Mac. Yeah. It's a big yeah. difference. It's, yeah, so. it's, a, it's an instant change. Even now, I live in um, Waterford, Michigan, which nobody knows what I said. <laughs> it's way up. On the uh, I don't even know where we are on the Palm, but yeah, it's by like Bloomfield Hills and like West Bloomfield Pontiac. and all the yeah, the beautiful places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even the change from when I go to so my sister's house, she lived downtown, right by the river, and then I go home and it's like, where are these houses at? Who <laughs> yeah. live out here? There were genuine and walls, like literally between the Detroit and Gross oh, Point yeah. divide, mm-hmm. like near Wimmel Point. I lived uh, a little bit closer to Wimmel Point. Um, it would literally be a wall on one side. It would just be like a straight brick wall on the Detroit side. You walk underneath and he goes through yeah, on the other side. It's that. vines in the Gross Point area. Mm-hmm. And I remember like seeing that every single day going back and forth from Gross Point to Detroit. And I could tell the difference even like, you know, at six or seven years old. Like this is a definite change. Mm-hmm. This is a straight line right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so from a very young age, I was able to tell the difference between um, – what education you can be given depending on where you live so being able to go from you know the private school then high school was like a very uh public you know school in fraser then straight back to michigan state it's almost like i can see it is a mix of both with primarily one over the other and i want to ask to the same question as well just mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. the high school perspective from going to high school and college 
how was that transition overall? And then same like I asked her, how is your perspective? How was your perspective going from high school to college? If Shakari, you can start us off. It's really bit. It's different. <laughs> uh, like I said, um, I started off at Chandler Park Academy, and I lived on the east side too for a bit. I'm basically from both sides, east and west. It's a long story, but yeah, it's it's a it's really a big different. Like, you know, I don't know. I can't really say like coming to East Lansing. I mean. It's like, it's the, you know, the suburbs and things like that, but I don't know. I really don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah, um, I've come from a majority black high school. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you, Depson, in the Eastern Market area. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah. Oh, y'all know, y'all know where I'm from, huh? Oh, okay. I went to Rue, so oh, I yeah, can't I really know where say you're nothing. From, okay. Yeah, charter don't be nothing but a River name. Rouge. Let me tell you. Hey. Charter don't be nothing but a school uniform. That's what I mean. But yeah, I definitely say the environment, just academically in general, too, is very different. And I also will always say that my high school prepared me the wrong way for college because I got pushed too hard. So I came into college and I was too headstrong with academics. But that's a whole other conversation. But <laughs> yeah, and I'm just uh, like, it just yeah. Right, the necessary stuff. If yeah, that makes sense, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It was but. a lot of loopholes. Yeah. Like you got like a really good jump, like a really good start into your career already. Thank yeah. you, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But as far as the dynamic, yeah, coming from an all-black environment to a majority white one was not the easiest switch in the world. And I wanted to tie back into what Anthony was saying, just even about like wearing a bonnet or you know going out like I said my our hair episode. I wear a lot of bright colors with my braids. Yep. So what I love to do, you see me in bright blue. Like yep, that's Jada. That's where I am. But I didn't know how jawing it was to other people because in my high school everybody with everybody braids didn't wear black. Like I mean yeah. it was black in a color. So it was a thing. It was like, oh, what color are we doing next? Like, you know, that's what we would talk about. Like, hey, what girl, color are you? What color we right. Dying? Like, what color are you dyeing your hair? The guys, too. They they twist was different colors. Mm-hmm. Their hair was dyed blue and burgundy, you know. It was a thing, you know. Somebody coming to school with blonde hair wasn't a shock. I was surprised. I was like, okay, you got your hair done. I I'm see glad you. you had like, you, like, that uniqueness at, like, your high school. Yeah. 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 Especially, like, high school, like, ninth, freshman year, sophomore year. Bright colors were like the thing. Like nobody's hair was black, basically, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But here, it was very shocking. Mm-hmm. I got my blue for the first time, and people could not stop looking at me. And I'm surprised nobody don't know what a bonnet is used for yet. It is 2023. Right? Please I'm be, like, it's a hairstyle. Please, please be real with me right now. Do not <laughs> ask me that question when it is 1 a.m. and I'm trying to go to the bathroom and my glasses They're are like, off. They're like, so, oh, what's that? The, what does it look like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a shower. What? Exactly. <laughs> not like. It's yeah, like you just said, it's different. Like you know, at home we can just like go, maybe go to like the store with our bonnets on. Yeah, because you that's cannot the, do that you here. Not do like you I gotta have get like to a nice go out of my room and at least be semi presentable up here, or else I will get deemed a certain way. Yeah, which is very unfortunate because yeah. if I don't hold myself to a standard, it's I'll like get looked down. We can't upon. do the same things they can do if that makes sense. It's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We because <laughs> they like mm, she a little different. And I'm not saying in a good way. I Absolutely. The majority can mm-hmm. come to class in pajamas, but I have to be at yes, least in presentable we was clothing. Taught not to do that, not you know. That. But no, no, no disrespect to anybody who do it. I mean, y'all, y'all good. Y'all good. Y'all can do that. I right. mean, do it for me because I can't. Yeah, which is sad, but do it for me. Yeah. And I want to ask, bringing that up, you specifically, Claire, mm-hmm. just being someone who sees it from every lens, and being a white person who actually cares about things like culture and various things. How would you 
one, what advice would you give someone who maybe isn't as knowledgeable on different cultures, especially black culture? And then I'd also want to ask, how has it been knowing what other cultures go through and being open-minded to things like that? I would say take a breath, don't go to get it twisted, just take the person for who they are and try to understand if you don't understand, like, hey, why is there hair in a bonnet? Don't think automatically, oh, well, I know bonnets are for showers. Don't just automatically think that. Because obviously they're not doing that if they're at the store at 3 in the morning. <laughs> just, just like, take a second and say, hmm, that doesn't make sense. Maybe this is something they do. Or you know what? Even better question, it's always better to ask than just assume and get it wildly wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people do because they're scared because they don't want to ask which is from seeing both sides of the spectrum i guess i could say no 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 i guess is we're being strong here i'm gonna (laughs) say that people need to just generally ask learn educate themselves because what you don't ask is what you fear and fear tends to lead to misconceptions and lead to trouble Mm. okay i like that i like that i'm gonna say write that down write that down but with that being wrap around (laughs) wrap around Wrap around the mic and just right, wrap around. <laughs> wrap around. <laughs> Put a big I'll do it on three. One, two, three. Whoosh. <laughs> Are we still doing our ASMR bit? We might, bro. Keep it going, bro. Keep it right. going, bro. With that being said, you also mentioned, I know we don't have too much time here, but you also mentioned this is your first podcast. Mm-hmm. Would Actually, I got a very interesting question. What would you say about All Shades of Chocolate this year for our first semester being podcast host and getting our voices out there, being a new podcast? What would you say? And especially being a guest now, what would you say about our podcast? If this is the only semester to do All Shades of Chocolate, I'm going to be let down. Oh, <laughs> we won't let you down. We won't Listen, let you down. You know, Everybody you know. keeps saying that. I'll be telling them, like, bro, we won't let y'all down. We <laughs> got know. this. Look, look me in the eyes. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Matter of fact, look at the camera just so it could be. Just so it could be. <laughs> we look at this podcast is great and it's going places i do not want to stop because you know what you are an active voice for the black people at michigan state i don't think there is enough especially here i want this to keep on going and also you're just fun just keep it up oh thank really you appreciate so much that. that means so much to us and Obviously, at the time of this recording, the weather has finally changed. And it's Hoochie Daddy's shorts. <laughs> Get off the mic. Get off the mic. I'm going to keep that the in. The way that Chris just looked at you as he walked out. <laughs> just that timing was crazy. But just in general, I hope everyone has had a great start to their spring. I know things got started off a bit rocky, and there's been a lot of new transitions, like the union opening back up and rain. So just be safe, one, and two. Enjoy your times out there. I know people have had picnics. I know we've talked about just throwing in air, just having a picnic maybe next week or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be and just, so fun, y'all. I've seen people back out playing basketball, volleyball. We should and, go hammocking. I'm sure. Just that, like, the... Wait, what is, is that? This, I didn't want to ask like what a, that is, but what, what is that? Is this like a me thing or like when you get like a hammock and like you just like oh just lay? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I that would be so fun. That'd be pretty that was chill, a dumb too. moment. It wasn't just you. Yeah, was we all like like I knew, but right. But just in general, real quick, just last quick question: 
what are y'all plans for the spring? I know somebody I'm looking at straight ahead. Happy birthday, birthday. And almost, matter of fact, yeah. Come on. Wait, hold on. You. Oh, hold on, y'all want to start over? One, oh. two, go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I hear you, Anthony. Happy birthday, dear Jada. Angelina, yeah! Happy birthday to you. Okay, Stevie Wonder version. Three, two, one. What's up? Stevie Wonder version. Three, two, one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Yes, it will be our host Jada and her twin sister Janae's birthday. April 14th, this Friday. Thank you, I appreciate you guys. Is the cha-cha a white person sing? No, we, oh, we oh, all said it. <laughs> the way you looked at me when I did it. It was <laughs> funny. Oh, sorry, so sorry. Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely appreciate that. I was definitely sitting here awkward. The camera picked it up. But thank you all. I appreciate that. <laughs> How do you the feel? Pokey. How do you feel going into <laughs> How do you feel going into your 20th birthday? Uh, I've been asked this question like eight times. My birthday's in three days. I'm very excited. I'm ready to leave my teenage years. Mm. I can't wait for 20. 20, Woo. embrace me. 20-something. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my twin sister, man. Happy yes, birthday, Yes, happy birthday, Janae. Nene. <laughs> See you soon, man. Birthday. <laughs> and with that being said, do you guys have anything else? Anybody? Just have fun. Mm-hmm. Go outside and Live drink in a moment. water. Don't forget your water. Drink yeah, water. you know what? For really important. Oh, and right. never mind. I was going to say it was and get in touch water too. Yeah, touch water drink and water, water and touch water. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the mic didn't pick up what she had. One version of what she said. Matter of fact, that was around. I was around 26 minutes. I'm gonna go check and make sure. That <laughs> but with that being said, this has been all shades of chocolate where we've brought the sweetest, the hottest black, black culture to MSU. MSU. And remember to stay sweet. Bye. You wanna do the ASMR? Oh yes, bro. Claire, join us. Claire, join us. Do the ice, do the ice. Oh, the ice. <laughs> do the ice, do the ice. Mm, y'all hear that? Alright, we gonna do the intro and uh Ooh, that gulp was crazy. <laughs> Alright, we gonna do the intro. Alright, so just this 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 is another version of the intro, but alright, start us off, Shakari. Hey y'all, it's your girl, Shakari Maybell. Jada Fasser and Ethne Brinson. And this is all change chocolate while we bring the sweetest, the hottest, black culture, MSU. Cha cha cha. All right, we go this way. <laughs>